0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to I don't know about that. Hey Wayne, how you doing? I'm doing fine, Steve. How are you? I'm doing good. And who else we got in the studio with us? Kayla in the studio with us. How are y'all? We're doing great, Kayla. Fantastic for a Tuesday afternoon here in Houston, Texas. Yeah, Kayla, how how close are you to uh, having another child? Kayla, I'm
1: right at two months out. Wow, Mm -hmm. getting close. Pretty soon. Wow, another girl. I know. It should be. So, that is one forecast that we can hit.
0: <laughs> well, I never really know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, predicting it will be on time, but we'll see. Yeah, there well, we go. You don't want, we're not very good at predicting anything. <laughs> no, <word. so. laughs> But Wayne and I aren't. <laughs> you're on board with everyone else in the industry, though. Yeah. So you're good. Good. And that's a good segue into this market discussion that we're having today. Is, uh, There are some things that seem to be changing in the OCTG market, um, but then some things seem to be remaining the same. I think on the supply side, uh, things are changing, right, Wayne? They are.
1: On the supply side, Steve, I mean, we're beginning to see some factors that, uh, you know, are becoming more clear Mm -hmm. than where they were 30, 60 days ago. For instance, uh, you know, hot road coal pricing is up. Yeah, it looks like some of that's going to stick with the uh, increases that uh, has been put into the marketplace uh, on the raw material side. Uh, besides hot road coal, you're starting to see uh, scrap pricing going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the iron ore pricing is going up. So iron it, ore, is, that's
0: kind of come up fairly significantly, I think. Yeah, it relatively has.
1: speaking. Yeah, right? relatively speaking. So, I mean, there's some factors out there that are telling us you know overall on the raw material side everything seems to be leveled out and sticking on those increases uh maybe not to the level that they would like them to be on the manufacturing side uh, but they're getting something yeah yeah uh and then also on the uh you know our side of the business uh, we've seen inventories going down quite a bit on in, in the distri- distribution network
0: yeah yeah that's 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 definitely seems to be happening um, or has happened um which is so it's i think the inventory levels have gotten to be a lot more uh, reflective of the market demand Absolutely.
1: And so, you know, we we took ours down toward the end of the year. Uh, we're successful in uh, moving them downward. I think uh, a lot of the distribution network with, was de-stocking. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we saw that. And some of them might have even gone a little too far, just to be honest with you, because I think it's creating some demand on the manufacturing side.
0: Yeah. That's one thing we are seeing is a lot of our manufacturers are saying their order books are are pretty full based off of the um, uh, capacity levels that they are capable of achieving right now. Yeah, I, I would call it sort of Active capacity, active, yeah, because, yeah. Uh, you know, there's
1: published capacity. So some of these guys, mm-hmm. instead of running three shifts, they might be running two or even one. And they're booking out that 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 amount that they are currently running.
0: Yeah, we're well, I don't think we're ever looking at a shortage of supply on OCTG on a long term basis. But but certainly some tightening of supply as mills adjust their uh, their active capacity. Uh, so Yeah, and
1: that's putting a little pressure uh, on the... or upward pressure on the price of OCTG product.
0: Right well, uh, dri- driving some of the price increase announcements. I mean, now we have... Um, I think it's okay for us to say on uh, US Steel has announced another $100 a ton. That's a total of 160. Um right. Maverick. Uh I'm sorry, Boomerang. Whoops. Yeah. That was a slip there. I and mean, <laughs> you you you've been you're in going back a long. time. Yes, uh the Boomerang, I think they announced 100. Yes. Um we still have Maverick and 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 i guess uh Valric is the only one other one that announced one is that correct
1: yeah And, uh, you know i think we'll see them probably in the next couple of weeks come out
0: yeah you think so yeah that's, uh, but i think though so i think there is a lot of uh seems to be a lot of desire for the mills to try to to get the price up they have an order book they'll certainly support it uh they have raw material uh prices that are squeezing them to a certain extent On profit margins, so they're and and the fact of the matter is, again, I think we said this before that they're not going to add any more capacity um, at the current price levels, um, where they're at right now. So, so I think to a certain extent, there's you know there's there's certainly some things that are happening in the market um, that could lead to more of a manufacturers market as opposed to a buyers market. I don't think we're there yet because the other side of the equation the demand side is still pretty uh, uh it, there's a, little, a lot of uncertainty on that yeah i mean what a couple of weeks ago we saw the recount drop by 15 and before, and then before all this, that it was i think 13 before that I yeah
1: think. something like that and then we saw it come back uh and added 15 uh last week uh so there there's no there's no trend yeah right now that we're going to get Uh, You know, our rig count up to 850 or 875 overnight. That's just not going to happen. Right. And so uh, the consumption side of it uh, to us uh, from a forecasting standpoint looks like it's going to be steady to slow growth.
0: Yeah, I think I think on the demand side, at least from what we're hearing from a lot of our customers is the the um, commodity pricing is though it's firmed up a little bit i think um it's still not spectacular for them i mean uh, certainly not on the natural gas side which huh. i write as a, we looked at it before we went on the air here it was about $1.90 for, uh, for natural gas which is pretty pretty poor uh considering we're in the middle of winter uh so that's that's uh, certainly doesn't bode well uh, oil prices around hovering around 58 um but uh, I th- I think one thing on the demand side is it just we're still seeing uh, production increases on on oil um, right so, so
1: one of the things we said last I think on our last podcast is these guys seem to be able to produce more more oil with less investment yeah and yeah. so that, that seems to be holding true right now
0: yeah yeah and so it's um kind of an interesting time in the market right now I think if uh, if we see um Demand continue to be flat. Uh, we expect it to the demand increased somewhat. Yeah, uh, but we're not faced with uh, just huge inventories that we were faced with when the rig count started falling uh, last year. So that that probably at least bodes well for price stabilization in OCTG. I would say. Uh, I know the mills are really trying to push the price up. Um, I don't know how successful. Uh, they'll be doing that. I assume they'll get some of that pricing. Some of those price increases um, will probably stick, but maybe not all. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, you know, our plan going plan
1: going forward is we're going to order to whatever our consumption is going to be. Yeah. And so I think a lot of distribution uh, coming out of the way the market was last year. Uh, they're certainly not going to try to get ahead. Yeah. I mean, uh, why would you try to do that now with some of the you know, unless you saw the demand shooting through the roof? There's no way we're going to try to get ahead.
0: Yeah, well, and, and you know, we can speak for distribution. You can't you can't afford to get ahead right now. Um, it's too costly if you do. <laughs> it is. It, it really uh, is. So, but yeah, I mean, things. I think things are uh, stable. Is probably good at this point um, for all of us and the only guess whether you're on the consumer side or, or the uh, manufacturer side I think stabilization would, would be nice yeah <laughs> so you know a, f- uh,
1: a few weeks ago we called the bottom yeah and I think that was fairly accurate. Mm-hmm. And now we've seen a little bit of a upswing. Yeah. Um, and
0: you've seen some prices come up on OCTG yeah, slightly. Yeah. Yeah. They're starting and,
1: to move up a little bit. And that's, that's not a bad thing. No, uh, but, you know, the, the meals need to get healthy. Yeah, that's for sure. And there, they haven't been. And, uh, honestly distribution network needs to get a little healthy too
0: yeah and so uh, yeah that's 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 a good point what about imports Uh, we didn't really talk about that
1: yeah you know when you look at where we were back in january and february and march of last of 2019 i mean we were what above uh 200 mm -hmm. uh, on an average there and then all of a sudden from about Uh, June on it started to drop down. June July, I think July was 204, something like that. Down in September, it was like 150, and October, 120 something. So, uh, we've seen those import numbers drop off. Uh, my estimation is we will see those flat and then we'll see those start to increase at the end of Q1. Yeah, I think uh, some of the guys on the import side, uh, sort of backed off out of the market as prices were falling, especially because lead times were like four months. Yeah, And so you could get pipe in and it would already be overpriced. Yeah, And now I think with a little bit of upturn in the market, they're going to go back and have reordered. And then we'll start to see those numbers recover end of Q1,
0: early Q2 uh, of this year. Speaking of lead times, have you seen any change in domestic bill lead times?
1: Uh, No, but... Uh, what i have seen is the mills that would open their books and then hold them open for an extended period of time before Meaning they get closer to the production date yes and I've, now we're seeing them begin to close those books quicker
0: so you got to you get your orders in quicker So you don't really get you don't get a lot of flexibility for change
1: from the mills, is that right? Right. You can't when they open their books, you can't extend out another two or three weeks and and sort of see what the market's gonna do. When they open their books,
0: you really need to go ahead and place your orders at 10. Which which means that forecasting is gonna be critical in this this time period. So if if the rig count did want to start to really jump uh here in the next couple of months um it, it could put some really tight real tightness in the market because a distributor like us even though we're we're a large distributor and a big stocking distributor we're not able to add tons to those previous the bill runs that were already booked on is that right that's correct yeah. unless
1: unless the mills went out and started adding capacity and they're which, not going to do that which is what we just talked
0: about yeah yeah so forecasting is going to be very key in the next few months um like I said, if uh if, if the rig count jumps, you're probably looking at some and if that happens, I think you're gonna see a lot of that power that we were talking about, whether it's buyer buying power or manufacturing power, it's gonna switch more to the manufacturer if that rig count starts to climb.
1: Yeah, and the beauty of it is, Steve, uh being a a large distributor that we are and we have a lot of vendors that we've been loyal to, uh, you know, we'll be able to get times. Yeah. That's hey, a very good point, point. and so uh, it could put a lot of pressure on some of the smaller guys or the brokers out there.
0: Yeah, just to be honest, it will be hard to find. It could be hard to find pipe, but uh, yeah, our and I well, we've always here we came a little plug for our company, which is okay. I mean, we're putting this thing on, so oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, we our program customers, I don't think they've ever run out of pipe uh, if they've been doing business with us. It's so that's, good to be good, isn't it? It's good to be good. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Wayne, I think that's a that quick wrap up yes. uh, on that on what the market's doing. Thanks for thanks for giving us your insight. No, we didn't give Kayla a chance to say much though. Kayla, do you want to say something? Good, okay. really. Okay. Thank you. No okay. plugs. No plugs. No, no plugs. I mean,
1: no. when I'm talking about plugs, go plugs for the go go to
0: life? our Instagram page or <laughs> yeah, that kind oh, of good yeah. stuff. Well, no, that would actually work well too. Follow us on all our social media networks, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And if you have any questions, you can email marketing at blpipeco Well, there you go. There you go. And don't forget to listen to our topical podcast, which is called what the frack And please rate us with a yeah. five if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> and then we we got did we have we we, had, we haven't had all five so that's I've done five. Whoops. <laughs> you keep putting in fives, good. Keep putting in those fives. Well, thanks everybody for joining us, and we'll be back uh, shortly again with another market update as things change. Catch you next time.